welcome back to the Birth Class Podcast, where we're ditching the typical childbirth education and instead using that knowledge is power approach to take back control of our birth experience. I'm your host, Lizzie Bolliger, childbirth educator, fierce birth advocate, and a mama with three unmedicated hospital births under her belt. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to the show, moms. Today, we're talking with Tessa Lowe of Grace of Life Doula, who is our resident placenta specialist inside of the fierce birth community. And we're going to be talking about placentas, specifically placenta encapsulations, because, or I guess not just encapsulation, but consuming your placenta after you birth your baby. So hold on, pause. I just mentioned the fierce birth community and I have not mentioned it here on the podcast. I've mentioned it a little bit on my Instagram if you're following along there, but what is the fierce birth community? It's a community of providers who are affiliates of my course, Unmedicated Academy, but not just that, they also offer their own in-person or online services for moms or parents or families in pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and new motherhood. And what's great is these providers really align with the fierce birth values of bodily autonomy, having informed consent, knowing your birth rights, honoring what's physiologically normal, having evidence-based information, and bottom line, holding your power. So, How can you join the Fierce Birth community if you are someone who is like, wait a minute, that's me. I align with all of those things and I serve pregnant women or postpartum women. You can head over to fiercelizzy.com slash join FBC and I'll link to it in the show notes also to learn more about the perks of joining the Fierce Birth community and how to become a Fierce Birth provider too. Now, if you're a mom who's like, wait a minute, I want to check out some of these providers and see what their services are. You can head over to fiercelessly.com slash FBC directory, or just go to fiercelessly.com and on my menu, you can see the FBC directory link right there. So go check that out. But first let's hear from Tessa and get your placenta encapsulation, placenta consumption questions answered. Hey, Tessa, I'm so glad you're here and we're going to chat placentas today. Um, The first thing I want to know from you is what did you tell me about Mm -hmm. your placentas, the placentas you birthed? Did you eat them? Um, I actually, I didn't consume my placenta with my first two kids. Um, I didn't even, I was actually kind of grossed out by the idea. Um, but with my third, I had made a friend, um, in the birth community who did placentas, um, and I followed her page and she's the one, her page is kind of the one that convinced me to do it. Um, so with my third, I actually shipped my placenta to Arizona to hers, um, and she did it for me and the difference between the postpartum recoveries from when I didn't consume and when I did consume was so night and day that I was like, okay, I really like this process. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's funny cause I, I was actually thinking about this before we got 
on this call, like when I was thinking of like our conversation and I consumed my placenta all three times and I was trying to remember like how I learned about it. Like, how do you learn about that as a first time mom? And right. I, I have no idea. I don't even know <laughs> that was like eight years ago, nine years ago when I would have been like preparing for birth. Right. And it's just so interesting that like, I was like, if you want to put the label, like crunchy mom, <laughs> I was like crunchy enough to learn about yeah. my placenta and like finding someone to encapsulate it and like learn about like baby wearing and, um, attachment parenting. But like, I still was birthing in a hospital. Like I didn't know anything about home birth and I didn't know anything about doulas. And it's just interesting. Like, I don't even know where I stumbled upon <laughs> that information. It's like a, a, oh. like a, a black market kind of thing. Like it's not so widely known right now, especially back then. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like eight years ago, how did I find someone to do that for me? And this was like, this was in Georgia too. So like, I don't know, maybe that's more, you know, old South. I don't know. Maybe it's more traditional than now. I would think like an area, like where I live, like near San Francisco, you would have no problem finding someone to like encapsulate your placenta. But I think that's a big barrier is even women who learn about encapsulation and they're interested in it is like finding they're like oh well I have no one to do it for me you know what I mean yeah Um, which we're gonna address don't worry we're gonna get to you mamas we're gonna help you out um so what are the different ways that you can process a placenta obviously we keep saying encapsulating it so what are some of the options to consume your placenta um so the the most popular method is encapsulating it um and there's two different methods you can do with encapsulation or there's two main methods um the first mm-hmm. one is steamed um so your placenta is steamed first um and then it's dehydrated and then the second one would be raw which is said to preserve like the hormones and it's kind of a gentler process on the placenta um so then, um, and then there's, you can do smoothies. Some people eat it like a steak, which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question though, on the raw, you can encapsulate it when it's raw. So you would put it like straight into the dehydrator raw. That's the yes. second way you were saying. So the dehydrator, okay. how it works is like it basically cooks it at a really low heat level. So about 160 degrees is what I encapsulate it raw. Um, So what I dehydrate at raw. um, (laughs) So yeah, it's weird lingo, but you're right. Like raw foodists do that too. Like they will dehydrate their foods, but it's still not considered cooked. So it's the same thing with your person. Yeah. So it's just dehydrated. It usually takes a lot longer because it's not cooked beforehand. Um, so it takes a couple of hours longer. Um, and then once it's completely dry, it's the same thing as if it were steamed. You grind it up and put it into capsules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you said raw, which <laughs> I thought I would do my own placenta with my third <laughs> and do it raw. We were talking about this, yeah. (laughs) 
big regrets, big regrets because one, I'm not trained in like handling placenta. So I'd never handled a placenta before yeah. uh, until I was like trying it myself on like, it, it just, it was, it was okay. Like I did consume a little bit of it. I didn't finish it, um, which is what we were talking about because I was asking you a question. I still have it in my freezer um, and I was asking you if I could put it in a tincture still. But um, when I did it raw, like I tried it in the smoothie and it was just like, okay. Like you could kind of taste a little bit of like blood in there. They had like an aftertaste of like pennies. Um, And then I could like see strings of like not strawberry in my smoothie. Like, and I have a, I have a good blender. Um, So that kind of grossed me out. And then I tried to do, and y'all tell me if any of, if you've heard of anyone doing this is, um, I had cut them up raw in like tiny, tiny pieces to like take like a pill. So I, it would be like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to like taste it or anything. And that was working really well for me, but placentas are hard to cut. They're really hard to cut up when they're raw. And I had one too big of a piece one time it like got stuck in my throat. And that was the end of that. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do the raw placenta. So I really wish I would have just found someone to encapsulate it for me instead of trying to save myself 300 bucks. Like, (laughs) but tell us what the other other option is. We kind of alluded to it because I mentioned it, but with the um, tincture. Right. That, so a tincture is basically... When you process it, you can normally do a raw piece of the placenta, or you can do a dehydrated piece. Um, I prefer dehydrated. Um, It just seems less messy to me. Um, And then you put it in a bottle with some super strong alcohol, um, and you let it sit for six weeks and it's ready it has the same benefits as your capsules but it works a little bit faster because you put it in your mouth and it's absorbed through your mouth um, as opposed to having to go through the digestive Mm -hmm. process Um, and the cool thing is it doesn't expire so it's good for years and years and years Um, some women actually choose to keep their tincture for their daughters when they hit puberty to kind of ease them into, you know, starting their period and, you know, helping their hormones balance out. I thought that was super cool when I was learning about them. Um, and yeah, they're, it just lasts forever. Yeah, that's cool. I've never heard of that. Um, I've heard of women saving it for menopause. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that too. So yeah, a tincture would work really well for that. So what are some of the benefits of consuming your placenta? So like, why do we do this? So one of the, the most common benefits are increased energy. Um, your milk supply is, you know, more stable slash increased. Um, your iron levels level out. And then I feel like the most important one is that it's really usually effective at preventing postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, all of those kinds of things. Um, and that's actually one of the only things that's been studied about the placenta is that it contains hormones that prevent 
postpartum depression, whereas the other benefits are kind of more um, personal account. Right. Yeah. Which is the typically the case with all of our more holistic Natural. options. Is yeah. It's not really very anecdotal. Um, yeah. But how much value is there in anecdotal when women, you know, women are passing this along to other women and handing it down and I think that is more valuable sometimes than our scientific studies. Um, oh yeah, for sure. So was that your experience? Um, was that your experience with your third and consuming your placenta? What were you said there was a big difference? What were some of the like yes. m- more differences you saw? Um. So with my first two, I struggled with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety really bad. It was awful. Um, with my third, I, nothing. It was, I was happy. I, I, I even feel like because of that, my bond with my third was so much better because I didn't have all these other things hindering me. Um, and I just like, I kept saying like, I'm so happy with our life. Like, this is, this is amazing. Like. And also another thing was the the amount of energy I had when I took my capsules. And I remember around probably six weeks postpartum, I decreased my dose of capsules to kind of preserve them, you know, make them last a little bit longer. And I remember Mm -hmm. like, I feel like so tired today. Like, why am I so exhausted? I'm normally not this tired. And then I was like, I decreased my dose. That's why. So I went back up and I was back on my, you know, (laughs) um, and I remember texting my encapsulator and I was like, I noticed the difference. I like it. I, I know, I know now (laughs) this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, you were right. Right. (laughs) Um, and that was, I I didn't have a postpartum where I didn't consume. Um, but I, I did notice with my second Two, two times where I like forgot, like it was the weekend and my schedule was like different and we were like out and about. And then like at some point in the day, I like screamed at someone, like one of the people in my family, you know, like <laughs> lost my yeah. SHIT. And I was like, wow, where did that come from? And then I was like, oh, I yep. forgot to take my placenta yeah. this morning. And so it really is like, it's really, it, it's magical. Um, and it's like one of those things that it's like, well, it can't hurt. Like, you, you know, like at least try it before you knock it. Cause it could be life changing for you. Right. It could totally change your experience. Um, have you ever heard of moms having any, adverse reactions or things where they're kind of like, I don't know if my placenta caused that or anything like that. Um, so the biggest thing, and actually the only thing I've heard is that it can increase your anxiety, um, because it does deal with your hormones and stuff like that. And it does increase your energy. So kind of like, um, I always compare it to coffee where coffee can make you feel really good, give you lots of energy. And then some days, you go into like an anxious episode or you're just like high strung. That's kind of how it feels. Um, so the best case would be like just 
decreasing your dose that day or the next day and you know just coming off right. of it to see if that helps and worst case scenario you stop because mm-hmm. it's obviously no longer useful to you and you don't need it anymore and that that's literally it yeah um, yeah I like that's great advice um and I just wanted to go over that because I I have heard of a, a at least two moms had at, have asked me like have you heard of this happening after taking your consuming your placenta and I can't remember exactly I think I know one of the moms and maybe it was both they were having headaches after they would consume it and it's very coffee Mm -hmm. caffeine can do that to you and like when your hormones are crazy that can do that too much hormones right so it makes sense and it's really like bottom line with what I want moms to know and this was your advice too is that like you trust what your body's Mm -hmm. telling you like listen to your intuition and if you think it is the placenta that you're consuming, like you said, lower it or skip it for a day or two and see um, kind of what happens. So I think that is, that's great advice. Um, So tell us, so we already talked about the different things you can, the different ways you can like process the placenta and consume it, but tell us what you do for your clients with their placenta. So once I pick it up, I pick it up at the hospital um, and or receive it by mail. Um, I try to process it immediately. If not, I'll stick it in the freezer until I have some time. Um, I examine it for missing pieces to make sure that it's all there. Um, I take a couple of pictures um, and then I will begin the process of uh, getting the print, which is normally with, um, I use dye-free food coloring. So there's no chemicals, no, you know, red 40 or anything going on to your placenta um, because you will be consuming it. And I wouldn't want to be consuming food coloring or anything like that. Um, So I use Mm -hmm. all natural stuff when I'm processing these. Um, I'll get the print, um, the initial print. It's like an outline type of thing. Um, And then I will cut it up or steam it cut it up, put it on the dehydrator, whatever the process you choose is. Um, once it's done dehydrating, I will get a piece for the tincture because I do use the dehydrated pieces. Um, I use organic alcohol for that. Um, and I will finish the print. So I'll add the little gold veins and stuff that go on it, um, make it look a little bit prettier I do take a blood print too at first just so that they have like the all natural like Mm -hmm. for those that don't really like the curated gold veins and all of that um once Mm -hmm. the placenta is done dehydrating completely I will grind it up put it into capsules and package everything And guys, I'm going to put in the show notes, I'm going to put a picture. I'm going to put a couple pictures because Tessa, you do such a beautiful job with the whole thing. Like her prints, your prints are gorgeous. The raw prints are cool, but your like curated prints are gorgeous. Like I want one. Like I wish I could send you my placenta. It's in the freezer, but it's not going to come out cute like that. Um, um, because they're just gorgeous and it's not even like your so your placenta art gorgeous like I want one like right behind me 
but also the way that you send everything to the moms is just so special and so cute and I just I love it I just think it's such a fun little gift to get um when it's like you know an ugly old ground up placenta (laughs) but you make it so nice and I don't I don't see anyone else doing that. So I think you're doing such a good job with that. I love it so much. Something I've really just wanted to focus on since I started was making it more of just bringing it out of the shadows and more of into like, this is a gift and a luxury and, you know, spoiling yourself postpartum with something that's going to benefit your health, but also something that's like, super you know cool like you get a gold keepsake instead of you know the more natural one that people may not like and you know stuff like that yes your gold umbilical cord keepsake is a big one too because they're they are they're super ugly when they're dried out and you're like great (laughs) that's cool you spelled love with my placenta or with my umbilical cord or you made a heart with my umbilical cord. Now it's going to go in a box like that. Yeah. What what you create, you can actually put in a frame or, you know, have it out somewhere. And it doesn't look totally creepy. So right. I love all of your art. I think you're so creative and you're very talented. Thank you. And then my last question for you, I've never heard of anyone doing this. And obviously you have because you mailed your placenta to someone, yeah. but I didn't even know mail in mail-in services were a thing and what an awesome solution for moms who can't like find anyone around them um to process their placenta and then they don't have to do it themselves like me so can you explain a little bit how a mom would do if they wanted to mail their placenta to you what that process would look like um so once the mom is 36 weeks i mail them basically a placenta kit it contains a um, like a double insulated, think like a Yeti cup, but 67 ounces. Um, so it's big enough to fit the placenta plus some, um, it comes in a cooler bag with ice packs and it's in a large flat rate box. Um, so then once they receive it, they kind of just, I, I include detailed instructions on how they're going to ship it to me. And, um, once they secure their placenta, um, they will put it into the container. Um, they have to freeze it for over 24 hours. So it's frozen solid. Um, they'll, you know, wrap it up in the large flat rate box. I include a return shipping label so they don't have to pay for shipping. And since it's a flat rate box, um, it'll ship to me in one to three business days, which I did test it. The container keeps the placenta frozen for over three days. Um, so they don't have to worry about paying for overnight shipping or, you know, mailing a big bulky cooler to me or anything like that. And it's just the whole thing is from start to finish. They don't have to worry about anything but freezing their placenta and shipping it off to me. That is so cool. I did not know that you were going to say that. I was not (laughs) sure how it was going to happen. Oh, that's really cool. I love that you're offering this to moms. That is so awesome. And then they're going to get such a beautiful package 
back from you that I guarantee you're not going to find probably locally. Like, <laughs> yeah. You do such a beautiful job. Um, well, what, is there anything else that we didn't cover about placentas that moms should know about? Like any of the common questions that you get about placentas that we didn't already know? No, cover? actually, usually the biggest questions are the benefits and if there's adverse effects from it. Um, but that's typically it. And then the taste, I guess they ask that a lot yeah. too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is a taste spoiler alert i know some, some processors um, that do smoothies and i'm just not i'm not brave enough because i'm just I, I can't guarantee that i'll cover the taste and it's not like i can taste test it so you know <laughs> right yeah you couldn't like guarantee that it wouldn't and but even the capsules have a little bit of like a, like a little bit of a taste but if you're already used to like yeah, taking exactly. supplements and herbs and like if you're already doing tinctures it's nothing I new to you. it's just like oh yeah tell it's them like, to take it with the rest of your supplements so you won't be able to differentiate the taste between all of the different flavors just get it over with <laughs> yeah yeah that's so smart well thank you so much for being on the show today and anyone that wants to reach out to tessa i will put all of her links in the show notes for you um thank you for having yeah. me that's all we have for you guys bye yeah. bye tessa